What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overse episode 145 for Saturday, June the 3rd. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always, my dude, Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm his dude, Rick. I'm here. Yep. You're here. We're all here to talk about video games. Let's start where we always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. Diablo 4. Uh, uh, so I'm, a, uh, I'm, I'm part of the problem here. You know, I paid $90 for the fucking deluxe edition. Bro, like, I want to play Diablo 4 so bad. But I got a, I got a, I got a problem. Yeah. My problem is that I'm a Diablo addict. Okay. I put so many hours into three. I know if I buy four, that's fucking it. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. My fucking marriage is over. I'm not gonna pay my mortgage. Like I'm done if I play Diablo four. Yep. It's like, you ever seen a uh, Dewey Cox when he's like, "Oh wait, do you want none of this shit?" Like that's me. <laughs> Like, I know how bad it is for me, so that's why I haven't played it. But I will live vicariously through you. Like, how is it? I mean, it's good. I'm still, I you know, I played the beta back when the beta was happening. I didn't even play the beta because I oh, knew, really? like, if I played the beta, I was going to pre-order it, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, the beta was, like, a pretty sizable chunk of the, the opening section. Well, it was, yeah. like, the first, like, I guess 20 or so levels. So... I'm still in that, which is like a few hours of the like game. So I'm still in that. So I don't really have anything new to say other than the game's fucking good. It's like it's like Diablo MMO almost. You know, yeah. it's like open world. So there's a bunch of shit to like explore and then sprouted scattered across the, the world. There's just like dungeons and uh stuff like little cellars you can go into and do stuff. Uh, side quests and then you know there's other players running around so you can just you see them you can interact with them there's little events happening in random spots across the map there's like outposts you, you can clear like fucking like a far cry game it's like so much shit and it's like open map it's fucking awesome it's fucking awesome so uh oh my god it's fully like online cross-platform play so everyone can play together uh, full controller support on PC, which is fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. I don't have anything. I've not also like it launched. It had like the most perfect launch ever, unless it was like broken for like the first forty five minutes, because uh, it took me a while to download it. Unless it was broken before that, I don't know. But as soon as I launched it, there was no queue time. There was no uh, glitches or hitches or anything. The fucking servers were it's held up to everything. Um, I installed it on my like Steam Deck uh, adjacent laptop, and it ran totally fine on that. 60 FPS. It's got like, um, you know, I, I, I use the, the AMD FSR stuff. So it's like running at a lower resolution, but it runs at like medium settings, 60 FPS. Uh, it's like, it's like the most perfect launch of the year, I think. <laughs> Ugh. God damn it. It's, I need it. I need it. I need it so bad. Yes. I'm like, I'm like shaking. <laughs> it's good. It's good. 
yeah, I don't really have anything to say other than yeah. It's I a feel fucking... like I feel like an ex smoker, and someone's like just blowing smoke into my face. Like that's what I feel <laughs> like right now. Ah, god damn it! Yeah, oh, I, I mean, need it. I need it, dude. If anything, if you like wait, you'll end up with like the best version, I guess. Because you know they always update these shits with new content along the down the road. So yeah, I should wait anyway, just because like, like I really, really want the game. I do, but I know like I'm playing way too many games right now. I've got these next couple weeks are gonna be like really, really fucking stressful because we just bought a house, so I'm like I cannot afford any distractions right now. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I want to play it though. It looks good. It looks really good. I've heard some great things about it. Uh, I'm curious about this other game you're playing though, Magic Research. I looked into that a little bit and Oh. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Well, it's an idle game. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. It's an <laughs> idle game. Uh, I mean there's nothing like there's nothing too special about it other than you know, it's like idle games now have gotten to the point where there's so much more than just like cookie clicker. You yeah. know, it was just like, hey, just click this thing and the numbers go up. And how many cookies can you get? And I, I cookie clicker ended up like expanding a little bit more. But now we're at the like logical conclusion of all that where we've looped back around to where like cookie clicker started out as like a parody of itself or as like gaming as a whole really we're just like hey we're gonna just extract this to the purest form of dopamine and you're gonna just watch this number go up and vi- like the visuals around that are gonna increase as well but now with games like magic research it's more of like there's a story to it there's progression there's crafting there's combat there's um like character progression you're like a mage at a like a magic school and so you can like pick a um you can pick a class of magic to study and then you can pick a like an element to study and then it's an idle game so you'll you'll stick with that through you know a certain amount of time until you decide to hit the like retire button and then that'll like reset everything, but you still get some things that carry over to your next run and you know, shit like that. Uh, you know, nothing crazy about it. It's just a very good one of these, you know? Um, yeah. I, I guess one, one of the things that does different than some, some, some other idle games don't like progress when you're not actively playing the game. Which I fucking hate, by the way. Like, as soon as when you turn the game off, everything just stops if it's not, like, actively running. And I'm like, what, oh, you, yeah. you expect me to just fucking run this game 24 set? Like, what, like, I got I got kids to feed, man. I can't just, you know? <laughs> um, some games do that. And other games, they'll, like, if you turn the game off and then come back, it'll, like, ramp up your CPU. It'll use its CPU to, like... Um, super fast forward the game uh to like catch up to where you are um i know what you call it trimps does that it'll just fucking 100 yeah. your cpu to like run it at like three thousand times speed 
to like catch up to the, for all the progress you didn't that it didn't catch um but magic research doesn't do that what this game does is it'll just give you a a separate currency which is called like time points or something like that so whenever the game is not active you accumulate time points and then when you go back into the game you don't make any progress but you accumulate time points and you can use those time points to like fast forward uh, certain aspects of the thing so if you like hired researchers to kind of help you study different schools of magic you can fast forward those researchers so you level up those those fields of of magic faster or you can just yeah. run the game at like 8x speed and it'll just use your time points uh they'll be like hey we're using 200 time points a second to run at eight times speed or you know shit like that uh, which is a cool way to do it. I, I don't think I've seen anything else like give you a separate currency for being offline. So that's that's pretty cool. But I mean, I, I don't know. It's pretty good. It's on Steam. It's on iOS. I think it does cost money. So it was like three dollars or something. Not not too crazy. But yeah, pretty pretty dope. So I, I, that sounds cool. I've been looking for like a good idle game to play so i might check that out it's on ios too for like four dollars so yeah yeah happy we're checking out it's like a fun idle game i don't mind dropping some money on a good idle game yeah now you played superland too i've heard of this one oh yeah yeah i never played it what is it uh superland six under six inches deep under six inches deep Six inches under <laughs> uh, is what it's called. It's on uh, Game Pass. And it kind of released with like no fanfare. Because I, I played the original Superland. It's like um you're like a, a stick figure in like a stick figure universe. But everything's like you're in like a backyard. It's almost like un, unground or grounded. It's almost like that. But not, it's not a survival game. It's more like a platform adventure. Almost like a Zelda almost. But not really. Um, and this is the sequel to that, where instead of being on the surface in like a backyard, you're underground. And it's just, you know, you're like solving puzzles and platforming and jumping and collecting shit. And, um, you know, it's like got a little bit of comedy to it. It's, uh, it's pretty cool if you like, uh, you know, little, little indie games that have a little comedic twist to it so uh i will say this one's a little more compared to the original superland this one's kind of the puzzles aren't as good i feel like the level design's not as good as the original like there's a lot of points where i'm like even in the fucking very beginning the very beginning i'm running around just like what the fuck am i supposed to do because it's just not as obvious uh how to what you're what you're supposed to be doing um, some of the puzzles are really just kind of obtuse. Some of the platforming is like, am I supposed to be here? Am I like, cause you can kind of jump at things and kind of like trigger them. And it seems like, am I supposed to do that? Like, uh, it's like one of those games where it's like, uh, I don't know if that's how you're supposed to do this, but I did it and I'm just going to keep going. So, but it's pretty good. It's nice. It's on game pass. So. You can check it out. Yeah, not, so you're not like losing anything by trying it then. Yeah. 
Um, runs like dog shit, by the way. Really? Uh, hey, you yeah. think a simple game like that wouldn't... It would run pretty easily. Yeah, it doesn't run very well. So, just... Um, again, I'm using my, my Steam Deck adjacent hardware. I mean, this thing has like a AMD 6800U in it, which is better than the Steam Deck. And this game struggled to reach like 60, like a constant 60 on the lowest, lowest settings. So, I don't know. It was pretty bad. So, but uh, it's a good game. It's a good game. So, you should probably check it out. But, uh, I'll check it out for sure then. Like, it looks dope. Like, and it's on Game Pass, so it doesn't hurt to just, like, try it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't been playing a lot. I, I beat Devil May Cry 5 again as, uh, nice Virgil. I gotta say, like, the Virgil campaign is just so much fun. They just tuned him up so much from his first playable appearance in Devil May Cry 3. He's just a fucking joy to play. He's so much fun. And what's cool is he has... So the alternate characters in the Double May Cry games, like the unlockable alternate characters like Virgil or any of them, um, the game doesn't give you a whole new campaign from their perspective, which is kind of annoying. Like You maybe have a different opening cutscene, but the whole campaign is like the same as the base character. Like You fight all their bosses, you fight all their enemies... And in Devil May Cry 3, it was super obnoxious because, like, you know, in Devil May Cry 3, you would fight Virgil, and instead of, like, changing those fights to be Dante, you just fought Virgil again as Virgil. It was really simple. Um, I can't shit on them too much, though, because, like, it's going to be a lot of work just make a whole campaign for this character, but this game, though, it's something a little bit different. It's still the same campaign you played through, and the campaign switches between like three different characters throughout the game, but you played through the whole thing as Virgil, so that's really cool. You get that consistency. But the last boss fight, which in the base game was against Virgil, now you're fighting against Dante from his perspective. Mm. And it sounds like a bit, it doesn't, you're like, okay, whatever, but this is a big deal because that's never happened before. This is the first time like Dante was an actual like enemy as Virgil in any of these games and he kicked the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> because he's the only part of the campaign right that i didn't like recognize so i didn't already have like an idea for his fact for his patterns and i'll be honest like the virtual campaign is kind of easy like his skills are just so versatile you could use them for anything so his campaign's kind of easy. It's a little bit of a cakewalk. I recommend like starting it on hard or something if you're a DMC veteran, because his campaign's so easy. I was able to blitz through boss fights pretty easily, like my first try, like without really putting in too much effort. And once I got some unlock more of his techniques, like it was over, dude. I didn't really have that hard of a time with Virgil. Um, but Dante, though, holy shit, it's like. The difficulty spike against him is just insane. And I don't know if it's just because, like, again, I knew the other bosses already from the other characters, so I knew their patterns, or if Virgil is just kind of broken that it trivializes a lot of the boss fights. But this fight, it's like he was built to be, like, a Virgil killer. And it was an uphill fight trying to beat him. I, I'm not ashamed to admit he whooped my ass a couple times, and... 
it felt really good when I finished them off, but I it was fuck. I was surprised how difficult it was. <laughs> it was like borderline on, like insane. Are you on like uh like a hard mode or you just playing on normal? Um, it only let me play on so when I beat I thought it would unlock it the hard difficulties because I beat the game as the other characters. There's uh so there's the standard mode and there's like a hard mode after that and then there's like a really hard mode. And I thought it would unlock those since I beat the game with the uh, the base game, but no, like you're basically starting from zero with Virgil. So I don't have any of those unlockable options. So I had to start on the hard mode. And the game was easy. Like it was pretty easy. I was surprised how easy it was. Um, a couple fights would give me some issues because I was trying to fight them using like the other character strategy, but Virgil plays so differently that you have to play to his strengths, not you know the other character strengths of these bosses. So that was a little tougher, but that last Dante fight though, I was like, holy shit, like this felt like it was built to like be a challenge for this character. That's the only fight that felt like it was built to be a challenge for this character. And that's because it was like <laughs> You know, like he was built specifically for that campaign. So yeah. it was fun, dude. It was really fun. I would say the whole campaign was worth it for that boss fight alone. Like, <laughs> it's also like really, really fucking good. Like, Virgil's always been a really fun character to play as, but he's like at his absolute best in this game, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I, I still need to play through all the Devil May Cry games, like every single one. I have them You can all. play through three, four, and five, and that's all you got to worry about. <laughs> one's like, okay. One's okay. Two's dog shit. But three, four, and five, like the important ones. I heard DMC was pretty good, though. The, well, I'm talking about the main games, but oh. yeah, DMC's pretty good. It, got, it gets a lot of shit. But it's it's not a bad action game. Like a lot of people got pissed off with like the character design, but it's like yeah, it's not that bad a design. I think his design's pretty cool. I'll admit. And another thing, people bitching about like, oh, he's so disrespectful to the character. He made fun of white hair. He fucking gets the white hair later. Stop being a pussy. Just <laughs> if you beat the game, you fucking know that. But no, you saw one trailer, bitched about it, called him a fag, and then never played the game again. So fuck you. Um. Dude, like, I go back and look at the discourse surrounding that game. It's fucking embarrassing. Just the shit people said about this game. It's... I don't remember anything, so like, specific. I, I just remember people didn't like it, like, in general. But I thought it was just because they were, like, purists about it. They just didn't like any sort of change. The game made a lot of changes that were... That were uh, very... How can I word it? Very different from Standard Devil May Cry which I can kind of forgive because it was like trying to be its own action game. And the Definitive Edition fixes a lot of those issues, but it keeps a lot of the stuff that the... It keeps a lot of the stuff that the game did very well, like the fact that all literally all your weapons are equipable, like, from the characters from, from during combat. And I know DMC5 and 4 did that, but here's the thing, though. There's a much wider selection of weapons in DMC, and you literally just like push a button, hold another button, you're using that weapon and you can do the stuff mid combo. Like it's so cool the way it was done. Yeah. And nobody talks about how cool that is. They just bitch and moan about the character design. <laughs> but whatever. Um, 
but it's it's a solid game. Like honestly, Definitive Edition, if you can find it, it's really good. It's only available on console though, so that's that's really shitty. Uh, if you want to get it on PC, you're, you're going to be getting the base version of the game, which is okay. But if you have a console, like anything PS4 and up, get the Definitive Edition. That's the better version of the game. And it fixes everything everybody bitches about. And it's a, it's a fun game. I kind of wish it got a sequel, honestly. But everybody bitched and moaned about it, so it's not going to happen now. Um, <laughs> but in a way, if that, if that never happened, we probably wouldn't have gotten DMC5. So, you know, good with the bag, whatever. <laughs> um, but no, go back. Look at some of the discourse surrounding that game. It's fucking, like, embarrassing, just... People weren't even criticizing just the game itself. They were just like, just rants, like homophobic rants about the characters. It's like, dude, are you Jesus. serious right now? It's it's insane, dude, some of the shit people would say. This was like early 2010s YouTube. So everybody was just like, I want to play some like little twink faggot. It's yeah. like, dude, yeah, Jesus all Christ. I knew, I, all I thought was just people didn't like that it wasn't like a main thing. So it was like Ninja Theory was coming in to do it. And then they were like, oh, my God, it's not even fucking they're going to fuck up Dante or whatever. It's like, no, like let them Ninja Theory makes good ones of these. Yeah. Let them have their take yeah. on it and it'll be great. And it's a good game. Like, it's a fun action game. Like, if you like action games, you'll like DMC. But so much discourse. Like, an embarrassing amount of the discourse was, like, just homophobic nonsense. Which, by the way, I'm just going to come out and say it. If you look at, like, this Dante, think, oh, I don't want to play as, like, some twink faggot, think it's a gay game. But then you play DMC1 with metrosexual Dante, white hair, red coat, Dude, like seriously, yeah. like that's not gay to you, really? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I remember man. the taunt. There was like a man. taunt in was it Devil May Cry three or four? Is it there's a taunt where he's like, Shall we dance or some shit? Was that <laughs> was that DMC four? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> it might have been one. You but... can taunt the enemies like Shall We Dance. <laughs> he has a lot of like very fl- like theatrical like taunts especially when you get higher up in the, the yeah. style rank what's cool with dmc is that your taunt changes on your style rank so if you're styling really hard you have a more stylish taunt that's like a little bit longer but you get more style out of it so it's dope also like dmc3 dante rocking like shirtless with a red coat like come on like that's you can play that and be like, it's the coolest character in the world, but look at like DMC Dante and be like, no, nah, that's gay. I don't like it. Like, whatever, whatever. Um, I will never understand like, like gamer outrage to an extent. Like it's, it's insane. People are bitching about the wrong things. Yeah. Um, I also played Mass Effect Andromeda. Seriously. Um, not, that game's not bad. It's not I mean, bad, but it's not great either. Yeah, like, I mean, if, I played that game close to launch. Oh, well, it might have been at launch I played it. And, I mean, aside from, like, the, you know, silly bugs and shit and the glitches, the gameplay is fucking good. Like, it's a fun game. It's solid. The, the, the thing that sucks about it is, like, and this is the thing I'm noticing playing the game. Um, the side quests get really fucking obnoxious. 
because a lot of them are like traveling from planet to planet back to the nexus back to the other planets or all over the nexus and everything's separated by these obnoxious like cinematic like loading screens yeah. that like like yeah. moving from one from one planet to the next in the same system it's like an animation that plays out of like the ship like turning that's a first person view of you shooting through the galaxy you can skip it but you can't skip the first like five seconds of it so it's really obnoxious like going through that um and a lot of the quests are just like, go talk to this guy, talk to that guy, talk to this guy, use your scanner to follow this trail, come back and talk to this guy, quest is over. <laughs> and it's, it's, I noticed that right now, because I was like, I'm gonna go back do some side quests. And I was like, oh my God, you should not do the side quests in just one big lump. Like you should not just be like, I'm just gonna do all these side quests and then get back to the game. No, because you're gonna have a really bad fucking time just running around all over the station, flying from planet to planet, and doing very just annoying, like, non-sequitur tasks. Yeah. Uh, but the combat, fucking tight. The combat's tight. Combat's the great, combat's man. Really, really the jet, the jetpack, just zipping around with that thing. Yeah, the combat's really good. Uh, the, they expanded the, uh, the combo system from Mass Effect 3 uh to a point that it's a lot more fluid it sucks you can only equip three powers at a time but each power has its own individual cooldown so back in mass effect 3 if you use the power it had to wait you had to cool down everything for you could use another one but with this one i could use one power that's on cooldown use another power that's on cooldown then i have my third one left while the other two are cooling down um so i like that a lot plus you can change like your class on the fly with the profile system which, by the way, Kingdom of Amalur did that first. So if you like that system of like this free progression, free class system, Kingdom of Amalur did it. So just FYI, um, it's a solid game. It's just a lot of stuff around it seems very uh, seems very undercooked. <laughs> yeah, and it takes a little while for it to like. To, it takes a while to to get back into the swing of things. But you could argue Mass Effect 3 kind of did that too with a lot of the side quests and the Citadel and stuff. But at least a lot of that had the audacity to like stay on the station. And you had these obvious breaks between like big planet like quests. Between like big quests, you can go back to the Citadel, do some stuff, talk to people, get some more insight. With this though, just there's so much shit at you, and it's just it's all it's overwhelming. A lot of the the back lore on this, if they re-explain everything. Um, but it's it's a fun game. It's not bad. It's on Game Pass, so go check it out. But it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, I think like a sequel could have fixed a lot of the issues I had with it, but we're never gonna see that. So yeah, maybe um, maybe someday. Maybe someday, but probably not. Uh, they're already working on Mass Effect 4, and none of the stuff from Andromeda. Like, they're supposed to be, like, DLC for some of the uh, the um, the other alien arcs in Andromeda, but that got scrapped, and they made it into books instead. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, like, Mass Effect 4 has, like, the combat system of Andromeda, but the way the quests are laid out are a bit more organized, and... A little bit more engaging yeah. to deal with. I think I'd have. More well, they're that. working on Dreadwolf, uh, Dreadwolf, the the Dragon Age. Yeah, and they're working on Mass Effect 
four right now too, aren't they? Are they working on both of them at the same time? Or is Mass so. Effect is just like they announced Mass Effect four like forever ago. Oh god. Yeah, hold on. They announced it like forever ago. They had a little like teaser with like Oh yeah, I remember the uh with like it was like a super zoomed out thing where you could see some of the characters. And people were like speculating, look, that's the that's a ship from uh Mass Effect two. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, there's that trailer of like Liara like digging up like an N7 armor piece. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna even touch that until Dragon Age is done. Maybe they announced this like two years ago though. This trailer, so. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are, I think there are multiple Bioware studios, but they can't, they can't, they can't do that again, dude. They can't like split their shit up like that. They have yeah. to be like all hands on deck for both of these games. So, yeah, that's what I think. And th this got announced sooner than Dreadwolf did. So I thought this would be like their priority, but I, I have no idea. I haven't heard anything about it since like that trailer, I think. So, well, they announced, well, see, I fucking loves me some Mass Effect. So, I think they've been working on Dragon Age since before Andromeda. Have they? Yeah, I think so. They just hadn't announced like anything about it. They've just been like trickle, like you know, like drip feeding uh, information about it. And then they came out and announced a title that it was Dreadwolf. They were like, "We got a you're title." Right. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. It's Dreadwolf. And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? I want to get into the, the Dragon Age games. There's so many of them. Well, there's like three, but they're each like 100 plus hour RPGs. So, yeah. And the first one is old school as fuck. So, which I can dig, but. <laughs> uh, you can play that on console and it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I might I, just maybe that. not. Maybe, maybe not nowadays. Uh, maybe like on Xbox, like. With an Xbox, you definitely yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I might do that. I own the first one and I've gotten like. How many hours do I have in this fucking game? Like, hold on. Yeah, because I played that on PS3. And... I have 48 hours in Dragon Age Origins Ultimate Edition. Okay. okay. I have not finished it. A good chunk of it is me, like, playing through it, getting pretty far, fucking myself up because I built myself in the wrong direction, starting it over. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. game is, like, it's pretty old school. Like, it's not, like, super old school. But you can, like, build yourself in the wrong direction and totally fuck yourself over. Like, Oh, maybe. I've never I've never been the type to, like, min-max anything. Like, I always just kind of just wing it. Like, Path of Exiles so is, is a perfect this, example. Like, so was I, and this one, like, fucked me. And I found out later, like, I might have gone to, like, a high-level area too soon. <laughs> yeah, that might I have been remember it. what I did. I, I think I went to a high level area too soon, but I was like, I got far enough in that I was in like a, a cinematic like fight that I couldn't skip. So I was like dying and reloading, dying and reloading. And I was like, I can't do this. Like I have to start over. Yeah. Cause if, if I need a spreadsheet to like play the game, just in a fun way, then I'm just not, I'm not engaging with that. I don't remember having to do that with Mass Effect, but, or Dragon Age. Mass Effect, you definitely don't have to do. You definitely yeah. don't have to do that yeah. with Mass Effect. Just put points and shit, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, It'll do it for you. Yeah.
a dragon age though i kind of dig myself a little bit again i think i might have just gone to like a high level area i should not have had any business going to though when i played it i had all I the think... dlc and there's a couple yeah. dlc characters that you can just get there was a rock monster that you can just get if you just walk into them uh so i did have that when i played so i'm not sure if that helped i i installed a mod that let me keep the dog because the dog's like a party character, so you gotta swap <laughs> him out for like another character. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So there's this mod that just lets the dog hang out with you as like an extra character. Okay. And I, I downloaded that. Yeah. So he's like, so you still have? I think the game lets you have like what three party members with you. It's like you and three other people. I think so. So now with the dog, I have like four people all together. Wow. Like I have my dog and three other characters. Does the yeah. dog attack or anything? Yeah, the dog's like a party member, so oh, he shit. like. I don't think you. I think you only get him if you pick like the royal background. I don't remember. But I think that's cool with Dragon Age. Little tangent here is the game has like the first like what four or five hours of the game. The prologue are very different depending on what character background yeah. you pick, and some of your classes are restricted to that background too. So you can't be like, oh, I'm like the son of a prince and like be a warlock because like wizards and magic and stuff are taboo but at the same time like oh i'm not like this heavy knight if you're playing like an outcast like characters you wouldn't have access to like that kind of equipment so it's pretty cool like it's pretty neat the way it does it um i don't know how much that background like, affects the rest of the game but I was pretty surprised with like how different those first couple hours were from like me and my brother. We picked two totally different types of characters. But yeah, Dragon Age is dope. I like Dragon Age. I just gotta go back and finish it because I do like it. I do like what I was playing. I do like what I was playing. I did like what I was playing. <laughs> um, I'm also playing Tears of the Kingdom. Like, <laughs> yeah. No surprise there. We talked about that enough on the show, so I don't have anything else that I can say about it. It's incredible. We'll go play it. Um, in some news now, it's been a pretty slow news week, but we have a bit to talk about. PlayStation Plus, they're announcing new games for June, right? Uh, NBA 2K23 is going to be for PS4, PS5. Jurassic World Evolution 2 for PS4, PS5. Track to Yomi for PS4 and PS5. All games will be available for PS Plus members starting Tuesday, June 6th. So go check those out. Uh, if you're a Game Pass subscriber, you have a couple games to choose from here. Uh, Chikuri, A Colorful Tale, is going to be on cloud console and PC now. Um, I think you played that during a demo derby, right? Did I? I think so. Or am I making that up? Um, Top-down adventure game in a coloring book world where you can draw on anything. I don't think I played that. I think it was another game you were playing that had like this colorful, like coloring book design. I think it was another game you were playing. But yeah, go check out that Far World Pioneers for console and PC. Car Mechanic Simulator 2021 for cloud console and PC. Slayers. We talked about this a little bit. Slayers X Terminal Aftermath Vengeance of the Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> On cloud console and PC. That's uh that was a Hypnospace Outlaw like spinoff, right? Yeah, which I didn't realize they're also adding the Game Pass, that game, so. Yeah, that game's coming as well to Cloud Console and PC June 6th. Uh, Big Con is available now also for Cloud Console and PC. 
And then coming later, like Hitman Space Outlaw is going to be on June 6th. Amnesia the Bunker is going to be on June 6th. Rune Factory 4 Special is going to be on June 8th. Uh, Stat King is going to be on June 8th. I've never nice. heard of that game. Nice. That is an old, that is an old double fine joint right there. I remember playing yeah. that on a PS3. Yeah. That's only cloud and oh, console. I've heard of this game. So yeah. I, that might be the P, the Xbox 360 version. It says it's going to be, uh, the notes say it's going to be cloud and console. So yeah, that's got to be it. Yeah. And I pronounced this one Dordong, Dordogni, Dordogo Doge. Dordoge, Dordog, Dordogon. Dordogni, Dordog, Dordong, Ding Dong, Ditch, Didgeridoo. How the fuck do you pronounce that? Hold on. Ask Google. It's French, according to YouTube. Dordonia. 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 That's it. According to this YouTube video, which is 30 seconds long, and the first 25 <laughs> seconds is him just like, oh, 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 a lot of people have trouble pronouncing this word here on the screen. Dordonia. And I'm going to pronounce it for you, this word, this word right here. I'll pronounce it for you right now. Here it comes. <laughs> and he pronounces it. I got to re rewind it because I didn't hear him. Dordonia. 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 He, okay, he doesn't have to do it super French like. If it's a French word, I mean, you should like show oh, some yeah. respect. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm not French, so I'm going to pronounce it American because I lack the linguistic skills to pronounce it. I speak Spanish, though, so fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like you don't, like, don't want to be the guy that goes to the restaurant and is like, I have this spaghetti. <laughs> College humor has got a spot funny bit about that where he's like, oh yeah, I can get some gazpacho, gazpacho. <laughs> <laughs> it's so goddamn funny. Like, he pronounces sushi like, can I get some sushi? <laughs> 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 oh my God, I got to find this. Uh, where's that fucking bit? Um, where's that fucking bit? The guy who overpronounces foreign words, that's it. Uh, we're not going to watch that whole thing. It's like an eight minute clip, but it's. Oh, damn. It's so funny. It's like, bruschetta. Tapas in gazpacho. It's fucking funny. Some backstory why that's so funny is because tapas in gazpacho are like uh, Spanish, not from Mexico, and like Spanish. Sp like Castilian Spanish, like from Spain, has like a kind of lispiness to it. So if you ever go to Spain, you hear this speak Spanish, there's like a kind of like, like a like a lispy like sound behind the pronunciation. Oh. But he's just like overdoing it so much, like <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. It's so goddamn funny. Like <laughs> this is a good clip. Like if anyone wants to have a laugh, that's really good. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's coming out June 13th. <laughs> I totally fucked that up. Uh, console and PC. Um, 
And some quickie news, uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is coming to PC on July 26th. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Did the Ratchet and Clank remake ever come out on Steam? Never mind. I don't care. This game is bad. Um, <laughs> I, I fucking, I loved that game, though. The remake? The Ratchet and Clank remake? Yeah, I yeah. did, too. It's good. It's good. It's fucked. But Rift Apart, though. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. As someone who's never really grew up with Ratchet and Clank, my brother played Ratchet and Clank a lot when we were younger, but it wasn't my cup of tea. The only Ratchet and Clank games I played like to completion are Rift Apart and that remake. And I think they're both incredible. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, Rift I've, Apart is just oof. It's so good. I've yet to play this. I'm curious. Uh, about what the system requirements for this are, considering the, this game was like the the pioneer for the the PS5's fucking the, the, all the features in, in terms of like the loading stuff. So yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how, like, if I put this on like a like a like a disc drive, how would this run? Oh, I don't know, cause like. The the the, um, the reality shifting stuff. Yeah, it's I don't know how much it really impacts the performance. If I'm being honest, because like it is cool, like ripping reality into in and out of existence, and like ripping like different aspects in and out of existence, and have it be like instant, like you're almost like teleporting to like another planet. But I don't know how much that could like impact it, because. Um, because Bioshock Infinite had a similar system, granted not quite as like grandiose as what Rift Apart was doing, and that ran just fine on like, you know, C or um, hard disk drives. So no requirements. I don't yeah. know. Um, according to System Requirements Lab on Can You Run It, the recommended requirements are an i7 4690 or AMD equivalent Ryzen 5 1600, 16 gigs of RAM, uh, an NVIDIA GTX 1060 or better, and an AMD equivalent Radeon uh, RX 580 or better. Uh, where, are they, where are they getting this info? If not, <laughs> I have no idea. Can not you run the Steam page? Pull, like, I think they just pull like specs out of their ass or something, dude, because I, I go on here all the time and the specs are like very different from like what a lot of other people are doing and but i've had consistency with them i could say so in the sense that like yeah with those specs you should run just fine but 16 gigs of ram is does it say anything about the like the storage requirements or does it, it does say not. hundreds of gigs it does not so that's that's how that's got me like a little weirded out yeah because I would, um, I would imagine for like three thousand seventy-two megabytes of dedicated video RAM. So, so three yeah, like a GTX ten sixty, like three gigs of video RAM. Just that doesn't sound that sounds low to me for what this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a ten sixty, like nah, that's recommended. Nah, like I don't, I don't buy it. That's oh, not even minimum. Um, that's not even minimum. Minimum is like a 960. No, they're fucking, they're, they're pulling this out of the right. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. There's no way. Um, it doesn't even tell you like what performance it's running at. It's not saying like, oh, you could run this with these specs. You could run it like 4K, 60 FPS or 1080p. 
Like, maybe if we're running at, like, 7, 20, 30, that might be enough to, like, get it running, but... I mean, they are saying... that They're saying in the little description here, it says... Um, options are tailored to a wider range of devices from high-end PCs to portable PC gaming devices, which means Steam Deck. So, I'm guessing they are targeting some form of Steam Deck compatibility here, so... Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see when it comes out uh, what that looks like. It's coming out next month, July 26th, so, you know, get ready. It lo- it's a good game. It's a good-ass game. My brother loaned me his PS5 when he came into town, um, I think, last year or the year before. Yeah, the year before. He was in town for the holidays. Yeah. Loaned me his PS5 because, um, so backstory, they were moving to japan so he brought his stuff from his base i don't know if i can talk about where he was stationed beforehand but he was from <laughs> there to here to arizona so he had all the stuff and he's like hey he told me flat out i was like hey you know i'm not gonna be able to play my ps5 i'm staying with my in-laws there's nowhere to hook it up and play it and i know you want to play ratchet and clank and the new miles morales game did you want to like borrow it for while we're in town and i was like absolutely so this is before I had a baby, so I was able to stay up all night like playing this game. And then I got I didn't caught COVID, so I wasn't going to work. <laughs> so I just played Ratchet and Clank and Miles Morales, and they're both fucking incredible. Um Yeah. It does they they do list Nixies on here as the uh developer, so that means they, they did the uh Spider Man ports on PC. And those are incredible. Oh. So Oh, I got I got to pick those up. Like I really want to play those Spider-Man ports. Um, yeah. Um, it's not worth it. I, I already beat the game, so it's hard for me to justify like picking those up. Yeah. I mean, I beat those games, but I didn't like dive into like the side bullshit, which there was a lot of it in the first game, and not so much in Miles Morales, but What's well, cool yeah. with the side bullshit in Miles Morales? Like, Miles Morales is a shorter game, so Yeah. The the side bullshit is like it ties into the campaign in a way that's very clever. Yeah, yeah. Especially with that ending, if you do all the side stuff and then go to play the end, play the game with that ending, it's 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 an experience, man. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was a uh, different endings. It doesn't change the ending, but the end ending hits different. Oh. Because so, guess minor spoiler. Like you beat it, right? Well, I did, but maybe not everyone here has beaten it. So. Okay, so I'm gonna spoil it without spoiling it. The he's our Spider-Man scene, the he's our Spider-Man scene, hits a lot harder because everyone there is in those side quests. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it hits different. It's not a different ending, but it does hit different to mm-hmm. to do that. So that's why I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, it's a good ass game. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. Rift Apart. Yeah. Um, it's coming out <laughs> July twenty-sixth. Also, some quickie notes. Asper canceled the Kotor 2 restored content DLC for the Switch port of Kotor 2. Uh, they're offering fans a free key to select a game as a compromise. Um so a lot of information there. If you guys don't remember last year, um Asper, they did the uh Knights of the Old Republic port on Switch, and they were working on the Knights of the Republic remake as well. 
uh, announced that they're porting, I'm just going to call it KOTOR, because the Knights of the Republic's a long fucking name, KOTOR 2, to Switch. Now, one thing that they announced, KOTOR 2 is notorious for being very underdeveloped. It got pushed out pretty quickly. Um, and there's a lot of, a lot of people, even though they beat it, felt like the game itself was lacking some stuff. And that's why a lot of story threads were tied up very quickly or left completely untied, uh, due to the game's rush development, they couldn't implement the stories that they wanted to do. And because of that, there are mods out there for the PC version of the game to restore some of that lost content, but not all of it. Um, what Aspir promised with this port for the Switch game is that they were releasing the game as a, as a, the original release initially, and then they were going to be adding later down the line restored content DLC that would not only restore some of that content you saw in the modding scene, but also some um, bug fixes for the game and some new content we haven't seen before based on like some of the original drafts of the game. So fans went crazy. A lot of people double-dipped in this game who maybe owned the game on PC already, played through the Restore Content mod, um, bought this game again on Switch, expecting that DLC to come out later. Uh, well, guess what? They just announced yesterday, hey, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> and a lot of people were pissed for, you know... Valid reasons, I think. <laughs> they they don't even give a reason why it's not happening. They just say, "Yeah, we're not we're not doing that." Yeah, it's just they're not moving forward with it anymore. I don't know why, but there's like rumors that Asper's like slowing down development on the code the Kotor remake. So I wonder if Asper themselves are just getting like, you know, they're just falling apart internally i don't know they are trying to make it up to people by offering like a steam key to a list of different games you can pick if you bought the game before they announced the the cancellation of the uh, content so there's games on there like one thing cool that they're offering everything else is a switch game kotor one force unleashed for switch republic commando episode one racer jedi academy jedi outcast those are all switch games but they are also offering a Steam key for KOTOR 2. So if you wanna, if you got that game on Switch and you wanted to play that content, you could download the Steam copy with that key and then download the Restore Content mod, um, yeah. which is kind of cool of them to offer that. But again, if you're buying this game, a lot of people bought this game specifically for that content mod specifically because they're 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 going to be able to play parts of this game they weren't able to play before even with the restored content mod that was worked on with by fans so a lot of people are still pissed off about it like hey it's not enough to do to offer that because i double dipped on this expecting content i haven't played before so another game's not going to cut it or a cop or steam key for a game i might already have isn't going to cut it and i feel for those people it sucks like a lot of people are on the opposite side. They're like, well, you shouldn't buy the game if you're not ready, if you don't want to... If they're promising content down the line, you're fucking yourself by not buying when the content's ready. But a lot of people, too, like... It's not a... It's a good game. Kotor 2 is a good game. So, 
I will bought it on their Switch to play through it again, you know, reminisce. And then the content would come in later was the idea. You know, they were promised that. It's not like it was an early access game, right? Where they bought it yeah. and got fucked over later. This was the developer saying like, hey, they released a trailer for this game. And that was in the trailer that was coming later. So, you know, that's... It's it's really shitty of them to do that and then just not finish it. And I get where these people are coming from. If you want to be the kind of person to make fun of them, like, well, you shouldn't have bought it if it didn't have the content you wanted. Well, the developer promised it was coming. This was coming onto Nintendo, you know? It wasn't, it wasn't like an early access game or anything like that or a game preview game, like Microsoft likes to call it. This was... A finished game with a content pack that was definitely happening until was it, it wasn't. Only on Switch? Was that only coming only to Switch? Only on Switch was gonna get that uh content pack, yeah. Why? Why would they even do that? <laughs> Why not Fuck just like, know, they've been putting out like it's... Steam they've been putting out updates to this game on Steam even this year, I think. Yeah. So why wouldn't they put it just officially on Steam, on the Steam version? I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on behind the scenes there. The Switch has gotten uh, some very specific versions of games that you can't play anywhere else. Like yeah. uh, Star Wars specifically, like all these games right here, Knights of the Republic 2, Knights of the Republic 1. The Force Unleashed port on Switch is the PS2 Wii version of that game, not the PS3 360 version we got, which apparently is like the PS2, the PS2 version, Wii version is the best version of the game. Mm. I disagree with that, but <laughs> I played the Switch port of this game. It's it's okay, but so the, to think about it, the 360 PS3 version was okay too. But uh, Jedi Academy, Jedi Two Outcast, I don't think those games are available on other systems outside of Steam anyway. So the Switch has been getting a lot of love with these games. Surprisingly, uh, Devil May Cry Three got a port on Switch. They had an exclusive game mode that wasn't available in any of the other HD releases of the game. So, like, for some reason, a lot of developers want to put, like, exclusive stuff on the Switch for some reason, even for older games that have already come out, like, 10-plus years ago. Um, That's a bummer. The Switch is, like, the is worst way to play a video game to me. <laughs> to an extent. To an extent, to an yeah. Extent. I, I feel like a Switch, you should not be buying third-party games on a Switch unless it's, like, strictly exclusive on the switch uh, to an extent Devil May Cry 3 plays very well on switch and that's that's my go-to version of the game to play okay um but also it's an older game so it runs just fine on like anything yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. um but then certain games like fucking south park fractured but whole like runs like dog shit on switch so you know <laughs> you know pick and choose there you know be, be a little choosy on what you want to play on it but yeah, a lot of people were pissed off about this, which is understandable. Like, you know, people expected this specific version of the game for a game that they love, and they're not getting it now. And it's, it's just really the way shitty. the way they worded this makes it sound like there's another version of this that's happening. They say they were, we're saying mm -hmm. it says the restored content DLC for the Nintendo Switch version of Knights of the Old Republic. Makes it sound like wording it like that makes it sound like they're just canceling this version of it, but not any other version. But if this was the only version that was happening that we know that of, that was the only version that Spire was working on, if I remember correctly. Yeah. 
it just makes it sound like it's gonna happen on like a different version i don't know if it does that'd be cool but i don't know what i think what's happening is they were using the switch the sales of the switch version to fund the development of that content update that's what i think was happening mm. and they probably blew through those funds pretty fast and realized that you know it's probably not enough to get this going but they're like um, remaking they're like re remaking the game right why wouldn't they just borderline yeah i don't understand any of this <laughs> It's a port of the game. It's not like a remake. It's not like it's well. I mean, you kind of yeah. But if you just take the switch, the... you almost have to build it from the ground up with switch. Almost so yeah. If you're remaking the game, you can just remake it with that content, like integrated and from like the ground up. You would up. think so. You would think so, but I, I don't know what it is. Like, I think the porting process is the first thing that was done, and since this restored content, even though there's a mod for it on PC since it's never actually been officially released. I doubt there's like any source code of it that Asper Aspire can get to. I don't know. I'm not a developer, so I couldn't tell you what's happening with it, but it is really shitty that they offered this content pack and it's almost a year later. I think it was like when did they announce this port of the game? Like I think like end of june so beginning of july last year something like that so like a year almost a year later it's like no we're doing we're not doing that <laughs> yeah it's really shitty it's really really shitty to 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 hear about but what are you gonna do like <laughs> that just goes to show don't put your faith in people <laughs> But no, jokes aside, like it's it's really shitty, and you know there's options there. If you really did work, we're excited for it. Um, the best option would be to get it on Steam, and get that restored content pack. Kotor Two is not a very graphically intense game. You can run it on anything if you have like a cheap like little laptop you use for school or something, or a little laptop to watch videos on occasionally you you'll be able to run it on that just fine but it is shitty to see that happening um moving on we have some trailers and videos bulletstorm vr got an announcement trailer which i don't know how i feel about this it uh makes sense you know you got that um that like whip you know, you got that like rope yeah. ability, which if you could use that in VR is a great idea. Yeah, it would be cool. And it's it is like a really fast paced game. Bulletstorm's a fucking incredible game. If you haven't played Bulletstorm yet, you're fucking up. Like it's really good. Um this game could benefit the most from like a sequel, I think. Like yeah, cool. I'd rather pick up a sequel than a VR version, but this VR version is cool because it looks like it has dual wielding, so that's pretty fucking sweet. Are they not gonna Ooh, like? I like really like this. <laughs> oh my god, they showed the they showed the lasso for like a femtosecond. Oh, there it goes again. I feel like that should be the highlight of this whole thing. If you're gonna do this game, like that's the thing that makes yeah. the most sense in the VR. 
There's a bunch yeah, of VR lasso, gun games. The fucking the lasso, the kicking, the kick. like that stuff. That's yeah. would be cool. And they showed it off a little bit, but it's like most of it was like, look at us, we're using tool guns now, yeah. which is cool. It's really cool to see, but you know, how's the rest of the stuff? The stuff that makes the game like special gonna work. Fun fact: Wallstar doesn't have a jump button. Well, you never jump in that game, dude. The, the 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 models aren't even animating in this shit. They're like sliding across the floor. Are they? I don't know if you see. It's like they don't show Where, up for a long. That? They don't show up for long. Okay, wait. It's like when he kicks the door in at twenty four seconds, the guy that's in front of him is like sliding through oh, the door. Oh yeah, she's like sliding through the door. What's and going then, on? And there? then right after that, twenty six seconds when they're sliding down the thing. Again, they're like it's sliding down. What the fuck is that? <laughs> What's happening there? How did they like let that through? Oh no, is this gonna be a bad game? There's no blood. There's no like gore. This game's supposed to be like really gory too. There's some blood, but you're right, it's not like showing off anything. I kind of hope that's just like the trailer itself is like approved for all audiences or something, you know? Uh, Hold on. This will be on PSVR, Steam, and Oculus. They did, Oculus did have um, the Meta, Meta Quest. Uh, they had a little like gaming thing showcase like yesterday or two days ago. I didn't watch it. So I was like, I don't know. This is not interesting. Me. But I feel like I should have because they had under the you you can in the YouTube videos you can label what game you want to feature it under, and they they put it under World of Warcraft, which made okay. me think, are they putting like a World of Warcraft VR mode? But I didn't watch it to find out, and no one was talking yeah. about it. So I was like, probably not. Weird. It looks cool as hell, though. Like, yeah, looks dope. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure this game is like the way I was excited to play like Resident Evil 4 in VR. I'm sure there's like someone out there who's really excited to play this in VR. Yeah, who's played the game like a hundred times, knows it front to back, and now they have a totally different way of playing it. Like, I'm sure there's someone out there doing who's excited for it. But if you look at the comments, my favorite comment in this, and I I, I agree with it so hard, is like. How many of these do I have to buy before I get a sequel? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll admit, I bought this game twice, dude. I bought this game. The, I bought the base game on like 360 back in the day. Um, I bought... I bought the base game on 360 way back in the day. And then I bought the uh, the the full clip edition, that remaster they did on on Steam and... A couple years back and now this vr version this is a third time people got to buy this game and we still don't have a sequel <laughs> yeah oh this is people can fly yeah they did outriders yeah they're the original devs for bullet storm weren't they yeah yeah they're also working on witchfire so you know where the fuck is that game oh <laughs> shit yeah is remember that, that? Yeah, that was them. They have no. I'm like, where is it? They don't have any trailers for that on their channel. 
they had an overview trailer back in like March. On their channel. Oh, hold up. Which fire is being developed by the astronauts now? Hold on. Did it change developers? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Man, Outriders is cool. Outriders is fun. Yeah, it's a great game. If you do, if you don't play it like it's Destiny, you play it like it's Diablo. And it's a really fun fucking game. Um, this guy's channel has no content. They have no like subscribers or anything. I guess they don't really put out a lot of stuff, but should. Here's the problem, man. They don't like market themselves, you know. Their their original Outriders video has uh six hundred views. That's what up a year ago. They don't even have like Outriders before that first like expansion. Okay, anyway. That's people who can fly. Bulletstorm VR. Um Yeah, I would imagine they announced okay, that at so, the Oculus thing. So I guess like the game so I fucked up. Witchfire is being developed by another company called the Astronauts. Yeah. Who were like X like big name people can fly devs. I guess like they were oh. co owners people can fly. So Okay. Okay. I thought people who can fly was working on it, but no, it was made by some X people can fly figureheads. Okay. So there you go. That's the clarification there. Um they need better uh they need better coverage or you know, they need like they need someone who can push their stuff, you know what I'm saying? I agree. Because they have good stuff. It's just it doesn't seem like anyone knows who the fuck they are. Yeah, they got great stuff. They just need people to like get their name out there. Yeah. They can make some good shit, dude. Like Outriders is fun as fuck. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Um yeah, they can make some good shit. They did give more judgment. Yeah. Just sit back, let them work, man. Just let people can fly do their thing. Yeah, which people hate you know, judgment. Fly, man. I really liked judgment because it was a lot more arcadey version of Gears of War. It was like level based. Oh, yeah? yeah, it was like level based and like score based. Really? Kind of like, like Bulletstorm. Kind of like a Bulletstorm if you imagine Bulletstorm, but Gears of War. Ooh, I like that. I, I never played Judgment. I skipped it because it was yeah. like... People hate it, but I liked it. I was kind of out of Gears of War by that point. But you go back... I tried to replay the first Gears of War. It's fucking boring as shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it re yeah, it really is. It really is. Because, like, I, I respect how important it is, right, to bring, like, cover shooting to video games, like, really popularize it. But every game after that has done it just as good or even better. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the original Gears of War does. Gears of War 1 isn't even the best Gears of War game. So <laughs> it's not. It's probably the worst one. <laughs> yeah, I would argue it's like the worst one. Not that it's bad, um, but it's like, it's like saying like Metal Gear Solid 4 is probably the worst one, but it's not bad. It's just, you know, these other games are so much better. 
Yeah. And it's, it's boring as shit. So I never played Judgment for sure because I was already getting like Gears of War fatigue after three. Yeah. And so when Judgment came out, I skipped it, but I might pick it up now. It's on Game Pass, I think. So yeah it's it's cool it's like score based so if you like it's more arcadey in that in that yeah. way where it's like definitely like segmented levels and uh you like go for like score basically it's like a score attack almost but it still has a story even though it's not very good <laughs> but yeah it's pretty it's okay i'll check it out for sure then um up next, you got Double Dragon Gaiden, Rise of the Dragons, releasing July 26. This looks dope as fuck. Yeah. New Double Dragon. I like that all these, like, classic, like, we've we've come full circle now, where all the beat-em-ups from, like, when we were kids are, like, coming back around again. Like, Streets of Rage, Turtles, uh, um... Fuck, what was the other, like, Double Dragon one? With the oh, River City? Oh, uh, River City right. Girls? The River City Girls. Um, they also we also got a uh, Streets of Rage, which is yeah. fucking phenomenal. That game's yeah. incredible. That game's great. Dot dot dot. If you don't play as Axel or what's his name, <laughs> a white guy, a blonde guy. Yeah, I tried to play as him for the game. I was having such a hard time. I was like, this game's fucking hard. And then I switched to Alex, like the the big black guy. Yeah after he was unlocked because i was like he plays similar to like what's his name axel i think is his name he plays similar to him but i wonder if he's he plays so much better just he's like he's stronger i think better. he's stronger his dash is better um you only really do damage when you finish off a of combos his combos are shorter you can get more consistent damage out of them it's just axel's the worst character in the game he's supposed to be like <laughs> The default, like the Ryu character, you yeah. know, the one. If you're new to the game, start with this guy. But he's the worst character. I had such a hard fucking time with him. I was like playing a different game. That game went from like a six to like a ten when I switched from him, dude. Yeah. Um, I just like I don't like the big slow characters. I like the the girl is the only one that can like sprint. If you double tap, yeah, she can sprint. And I was like, oh, this is yeah, I'm picking her, Cherry. I gotta replay it because there's a reason I liked uh, Alex a lot more. I think it's because again, even though he's he's just as fast as like Axel is, but his attacks, his combo strings are shorter, so he can get off more consistent damage. I'll have to double check, but I, I know there's a reason I liked him more. Um, but yeah, the yeah. game's fun. But double, double, double dragon, dragon double dragon's happening next month, July. What's cool, with, yeah, July. What's cool with this? If you look at the the intro here. It's got like a tag team system, kind of like the, uh, I think with the Battletoads game. Yeah. So if you're playing single player, you can like double, you can like tag team between the two characters. And I'm like, that's dope as fuck. So you can still pull off some of those like cool, like tag team combos and stuff as a single player. You know what I mean? So like, because old school beat of us, they're meant to be played with multiple people. So you play by yourself, like you get fucked up. Like, yeah. Those games are really hard to play by yourself. You can do it, but it's not built that way. Um, it's meant to be built with like multiple people fighting and like splitting like, you know, health drops for the two of you and maybe splitting some aggro between the two of you. Who are these uh, other characters? Marion's the girlfriend, no, right? Yeah, I think I she's think... the girlfriend. I don't know who this other dude is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I've never really played a lot of Double Dragon growing up. So 
I think the only thing the only double dragon game I played was Double Dragon Neon, which is also like really fucking fun. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. No, that was the one with one. like yeah. that one also had the tags that you could like high five each other and you would get like a boost. Yeah, you can high five each other, split health, or like get a temporary power up. Yeah. And it was like free to do, so there's no reason like not to do it. Like yeah. it really built on like the teamwork and cohesion required for those games. It's a lot of fun. Um yeah, that's coming out July 26th, so go check it out. I'm definitely going to pick it up. Um, then game releases. We got Amnesia the Bunker dropping on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Series X on June 6th. Diablo 4 also coming out on everything June 6th. Uh, Loop 8 Summer of Gods releasing on PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. I've never heard of this game before. What is this? It is a coming-of-age RPG, a 1980s rural Japanese town with a mysterious ability to loop time. Your every decision in relationship is uh, will affect the outcome of the battles against the evading Kiyagai. This actually looks pretty dope. <laughs> I like the animation. Yeah, me too. What does the combat look like? Reminds me of this like PS3 game called Toki Totawa, um, which like was made to look like an anime. It was like a third-person over-the-shoulder JRPG, but it was like fully animated. What was that game called? Uh, Toki Totawa. Spell it for me. T O K I, space T O, space T O W A. I think that's what it was called. Time and Eternity. Eventually, it did come out on PS4, I think. It was the only. It was. It was Japanese only. But I think at some point it might have come out. Is this the game I'm thinking of? Because if it is, I'm gonna be really pissed off at you. Why? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Tell you right now. This is the one like the character's like a sprite, right? No, like no, no. The, like, the overall is like 3D and she's like a sprite. No, no, no. Well, she's not a sprite. Well, everything's like anime. She's not a sprite, though. No, she's a sprite. Yeah, look at this fucking gameplay. She's a sprite. This is the game I was talking about, you fucking asshole. So you brought this game up forever <laughs> ago. When we were talking about another game. And I forgot what this game was called. And then, like, months later, I was like, hey, what was that game you are telling me about? That anime chick? She's like, she's like 2D, everything else is 3D, and you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, that's a bad, that's a bad description of that I game. I described it a lot. I was like, it's an over-the-shoulder game. She's like an anime character. Everything else is still in 3D, though. And you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And so you're like, I think you made that up. You're gaslighting me, you asshole. <laughs> That's a bad description. That could that yeah, could fit any. That could fit a lot of games. Oh, she's two D, and uh, the rest of the world is three D. I don't know. Clona. It could be Clona. I specifically said it was like an over the shoulder, like third person RPG. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. But I do remember that. You <laughs> asshole. I do remember that. <laughs> you think I was crazy? <laughs> I was like, I, I, I fucking made this game up. <laughs> I must have imagined it. No. Well, anyway. You don't remember telling me about it. 
anyway yeah that's that's this game and uh you know it's not a great game it's not it's not great i imported this from like japan just to play it because it looks interesting but then you play it and you're like oh this ain't yeah, this it's, looks like it ain't shit. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's very like like it looks cool, but the design is this it's a corridor RPG, man. It's like you're just going down like a straight line path. There's no there's like no like depth to it really. Aside from like you can like switch between Toki and Tawa. She has like two forms where she's like, you know, the the like the the, the Sundere. <laughs> and, oh, the, Jesus. Uh, and like the other form yeah it's like one of those games where it's like you get like the it's the cute girl and then there's like the 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 bitch <laughs> yeah yeah it's like that yeah yeah loop eight kind of looks like that um it looks pretty cool i never heard of this game before it doesn't tell me how much it costs it's like a full like 60 dollar game or I would doubt it. I, it doesn't really look. I would say forty at the most. Oof. There's a limited edition for Switch. It's like seventy bucks. Uh, the physical, the base game is like fifty bucks. I wonder if this There's is like, like a special, like celestial edition that's like eighty. This almost sounds like a persona, but you can rewind time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's yeah. giving me some persona vibes. Because there's a calendar and shit, and you know, characters. It says your choices and relationship matters. But yeah, this looks neat. I might, I might check this out later. Like yeah. I said, I'm adding it to my wish list. Um, we got Raiden Three, Mikado Maniacs. Yes. I feel like I would like these Raiden games, but I don't know. <laughs> The the writing games are great. I feel like I would like them. See, I like like really like I like really fast paced like skill based games. You know, I've talked about it before. Yeah. Um. So I feel like I really like writing, but I don't know. Um. Man, I've been playing. I I was playing one of these games. I I found I lo- I love shooter games like these. So whenever I can find one on like Android or something that seems pretty good, uh, I'll check it out. Um, and I did get one that's called like fly and shoot or some shit like that. Some fucking dumb, you know, mobile game name. And, um, always, you can pilot two ships at once on this. It almost does the, uh, fuck. What was it? What's the, what's the one, what's the shooter where you have like the blue ship and the, and the red ship. And you have to like switch between like the red and the blue to like absorb the, oh, I know what the you're talking bullets. About. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. I feel like it starts with a. I feel like it's another Ikaruga. 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 That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's another one where you can have two ships and you can control them both. Um, I haven't seen that since that. So. But I feel like the problem with a lot of these games is that you don't know what your you don't know what your hitbox is. A lot, a yeah. lot of them have, a, like, they'll have a little sprite in the middle, that, like, a little like ball, like a little dot, and that's where your actual hitbox is. Um, but sometimes it's the whole fucking ship, like the Android yeah. game I was talking about. It's the whole fucking ship, which is stupid. 
<laughs> well, it just makes you die easier, and then like you can't even tell you're taking damage, and then you die, and it's like, hey, give us a dollar if you want to resume right where you left off. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck that. Um, this looks dope. Yeah, this does look dope. I want to check it out. Um, June eighth, we got Bleak Sword DX releasing for PC and Switch. This looks pretty cool, actually. Oh, I played this. I played yeah. this. This is a uh, Devolver joint. They're probably going to talk about this during their their conference, uh, which is soon, I think. But um, is an Xbox having a conference like on the eleventh? Yeah, I think that's like next week. Some shit, a week or two. Um, I'll have to check that out then. Yeah, this Anything is like Devolver a... works on. I'm like, I want to check it out. Anything Devolver works on, I'm like. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Um, I forget the specifics on this game, but I, I, it's like a um, little pocket-sized, uh, like beat 'em up almost. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's pretty neat. I, I like what I'm looking at here. There's some former roguelike elements. I don't remember what it was though. It was whilst I play this, and they're not like it's not obvious just from looking at the uh. At the footage here, but it was a lot of fun when I played this. It's already in my wish list, so that means it's good. But yeah, yeah, it looks really good. I want to pick yeah. it up. It looks dope. Uh, then we got Harmony Fall of Reverie coming out on PC and Switch. Is this that? Uh, no, that's not it. There's that like action game that that metroidvania that was based on like indian mythology but i think that's this one. Oh, this is a uh don't not joint yeah the makers of remember me <laughs> um yeah looks okay yeah, i feel like looks pretty cool I feel like Don't Know I got really fucked from that, the Life is Strange shit. Yeah. I got to like Square Enix bought it. Yeah. One type of thing and for Square Enix to buy it out from them like, yeah. Now no one knows who they are. Yeah. (laughs) And June 8th for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One and Series X. We have Pro Cycling Manager 2023. Did you ever want to manage a team of professional cyclists? You can control the budget, recruit young talent, and train riders and devise race strategies. <laughs> Wait, was that part in the? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I, I I tweaked it a little bit, you know, to be my own words, but for the most part, yeah, I just copied the description here. Oh my god, this looks like garbage, dude. Yeah, someone that was like terrible. someone is into these games because they keep making them. So I would assume someone's buying them. I don't know who, but. It looks like a PS3 game. Like a really early PS3 game. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> if that wasn't enough, like pro cycling for you. Yeah, they make it. The they're putting out day, two games. They're putting, the out, same day. they're putting out two yeah, cycling games on the France. same day. Yeah, we got Tour de France 2023 releasing the same day. How does this one look? This is the same trailer. Hold on. 
<laughs> Hold on. It's the same trailer. It's the same Hold trailer. Hold on. What is happening here? What the fuck? Have we discovered something? Do we have to do we have to dig deeper into this? This game requires a controller on PC. Mouse and keyboard is not supported. Who's buying this, man? First of all, who's what buying the fuck this? Is this? Who's buying this and requires a controller? I think they just fucked up. They might have just fucked up with this. I can't tell which one's the management game and which one's not the management game. Hold on, let me pull this back up. I mean, it's legit the same trailer, but the screenshots are different. There's a Steam curator called uh, Games at Risk of Removal, <laughs> and this is on it. <laughs> the logic being it's, uh, it's a licensed game, so it's not going to be on here forever. Oh. Okay. Well, is there any is there any info why the tra the trailer is the same? The screenshots are different. No, fuck no. I don't know why these are the same trailer. This is weird as shit. <laughs> what the, the hell is this? The screenshots are different, at least, but the trailer is looks like it shows both games. I think the trailer is for both games. Maybe. Yeah, it is. Trailers for both games. At the end, it says it has both. This is this is a trip. This they just they didn't fuck. want to make two trailers for. So what's the difference then? Is this cycling manager game like the managing aspect of it? The Tour de France game, like the actual like cycling part. I guess <laughs> it's like, hard. Both these games. What am I getting with each one? It's hard to make a ma a trailer for a management game. I mean. Considering it's just a bunch of fucking spreadsheets, I would assume. Yeah. This is this is weird. All right, moving on. Oh, that's it. That's the show, everybody. <laughs> you watch like watch the same trailer for different games and like completely uh, break our brains. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is fun doing the show, everybody. What's up? Tell people where they can find us, man. Guys, you can go to gameverse.com, gameverse.com slash twitch, gameverse.com slash YouTube, gameverse.com slash Discord. And uh, yeah, go on there and chat with us and hang out with us. Get that Diablo. Uh, I can make a Gameverse guild in the in Diablo. I'm not sure what that does, but I can do it. Um, you shouldn't tell me to do this. Yes. <laughs> You're telling, you're telling a heroin addict to shoot up again. Just yeah, one more no, time. Just then. don't. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Just wait for wait for the ultimate edition. Because <laughs> it's going to happen. And you know it's going to happen. And you have to buy it again anyway. So just wait for it. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Anyway, this is fun. Everybody, thank you so much for everybody who's here in the show with us. Be cool. Be excellent to each other. Uh, stay safe. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.